Sometimes I need only to stand right where I am to realize all the blessings that are in my life. Do you feel that? Do you feel that? That when you wake up in the morning, that you you open your little eyes, you greet the day, and you go, Oh, my God, it's a beautiful day. And you dash into the bathroom, and you look yourself in the mirror, and you say, Oh, my God, did I get more beautiful overnight? And then you look around at your life and you say, what a wonder. And you look at your body and you say, what a gift. Do you do all that? 
every morning? <laughs> I know I don't. I try. But this is what I'm going to talk about today with all of you. It is a spiritual practice of radical gratitude. Now, we all know that gratitude is about, you know, looking at the life and so on, blessed and grateful. But my talk today is going to be a little bit about what if you're not feeling it? What if you just have lost track, you're, you're just in that fog, and you're just kind of going, I don't know, I don't feel any of this. How do I do this? And everyone's going, you just got to be grateful. Come on, be grateful. You know, you just want to slap it going, I'm just not there. But, you know, I, I think that when we have a spiritual practice, and this is really what I want to talk about a lot today, is that when we have a spiritual practice of gratitude, it keeps allowing us to keep coming back. You know, that's what meditation is. A lot of times people think meditation is you just, you just sit on a little, you know, little soft cushion and you just go like this and you go om, 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 and you just go drifting away into nothingness and you just have no thoughts. Well, guess what? It's not always like that. If anything, what I've been taught about meditation is how you keep bringing yourself back. How you keep bringing yourself back. Back to God. Back to being centered. And to me, that's what this is about today. That when you look at when we go off track from being grateful, how do we bring yourself back? To just even looking at the smallest thing. You know, I, uh, <laughs> I have one friend named Loretta LaRoche who starts every day, she wakes up and she goes, Ta-da! I'm alive! You know, I mean, talk about saving the day, which is saving the truth. You're breathing, you're alive, not enough. And, you know, Mike Eckhart said, if the only prayer you say every day is thank you, that would be enough. And I have a woman that I met a while ago. I went to a church, and everyone raised up to me at the beginning when I got to this little church in Ohio or someplace. And they said, you've got to meet Mildred. I said, who's Mildred? And they said, wait till you meet Mildred. This is her spiritual practice that every day she calls about 20 people on her list and she starts singing Karen Drucker songs to them. So like at 8 o'clock in the morning, everyone's saying to me, you just know it's Mildred calling and you just let it go to voicemail so she can sing. And she'll just call, she'll just go down the list and go like, good morning, Sandy, it's Mildred. Thank you for this day, Sandy. Thank you for this day. And she'll start singing all my songs. Give a blessing to the world. And she just is so full of life and love. And this is her spiritual practice, is to take these songs and sing them to people every day. And people loved it. They just knew that they were going to get the call from Mildred. And, you know, she would rotate around with her different list of people. But this was her practice. And, you know, the basic gratitudes we know are, you know, you're grateful for what you already have. I mean, that's, that's one of the first things. You don't keep looking outside yourself. Be grateful for what you have. And, you know, grateful for what you don't have yet. That's the key word, yet. You know, it could be coming. It is coming. If it serves your highest good, it's coming. And then radical gratitude is saying thank you for everything, even when, it's, even when you can't feel like you're in the toilet. But on some level, that you're saying thank you for this opportunity to look at stuff. But I want to make a point. That I'm not talking about doing spiritual bypasses. I have a thing about that. I get so upset when people are going through a really hard time and someone comes up to them and says, oh, it's all good. It's just all good. 
Well, you know, to that person, it's not all good. Right now, they're really kind of in the pit. And to say, oh, it's all good, you know, I just want to slap them. Because the thing is, it's like, yeah, maybe there will be a part of that that is good at some point. But right now, in this moment, you know, I'm going to focus here a little bit. Right now, in this moment, not so much. And so to allow that to be, to allow it to be that right now you just acknowledge where you are, and yes, maybe blessings will come from this, and maybe you can look at the smaller, smaller thing, and that will bring you to a, a, a place of gratitude for just one little thing in your life, and that's going to make you feel better, and that's, that makes that shift. You know, sometimes it's just a one-degree shift in your attitude. It's just this one thing that you're grateful for. I mean, it could be as small as I remember. <laughs> at one point, I was in this sister's funk in my life. And I remember waking up one morning and going, ah, oh, but there's this place right down the street that has this great cup of coffee. And that got me out of bed that morning. You know, just the smallest things, or seeing the flowers, or thinking about a friend that, you know, you could call and you could be real with. So, you know, it's important to just look at what are your triggers, what things do bring you offline so that you forget. And that's the other thing, you know, my friends, uh, Melissa Felipe and Michael Gott wrote this great song, and it was great what they said, um, When I forget, will you remember for me? When I forget, will you remember for me? Uh, here's the song. Help me see what I can't see when I forget. And don't you think we all forget? We just forget. We forget our our beauty and our divinity and what we are grateful for, but that's why that's why you come to a wonderful church or you have friends or you have tribes of people around you that just gently bring you back and go, oh, but you know what? Let me tell you about me. Let me tell you about the beauty that I see in you. And they can help you just remember who you are. So you know, little little stories here I'd like to share with you today about gratitude and how I how I bring myself back. And you know, when COVID hit a few years ago, I was completely freaked out because I had all my gigs planned for the week, uh, the whole year. I think I might have even even been coming to see all of you. And um, you know, it was like, what am I going to do? Everything was canceled. But what was really amazing to me was I had to. And there I did that thing, which I'm sure many of you have done, which is like, oh, I'm just not technical. I can't do Zoom, and I can't do, I can't, I can't figure this out. I had to, because I was getting calls from churches and organizations saying, can you sing or speak or whatever? And, you know, I'm grateful so much for the willingness that I had to learn. Because, because of that, I'm with you right now. And yes, I would love to be with you in person, but at least this way I'm still in touch with all of you. And, you know, it just, it's just like being so grateful for Zoom and the technology and the ability to connect with people. Even when we couldn't even connect physically, we were connected on this level. And, you know, the women's groups that I do, I've been amazed. I have women from all over the country now that I do these different, you know, classes. And... I get people saying, I would have never met you, Karen. I would have never been able to come to one of your retreats or whatever. But now I have these relationships with people. And I remember 
when I when we went back, well, you know, I think some of you know that I'm a swimmer. I'm on a swim team, and I do open water ocean swimming and stuff. But I remember when we were first allowed back to the pool, which was like, oh, yes, <laughs> so good. And I remember when it was safe to now go in the, in the bathrooms and people were taking showers again after our swim practice. And I remember sitting there one, one morning, I was tying my shoes, I was getting ready to leave, and all of a sudden I stopped and I just saw a lump in my throat because I was listening. I was listening to the sound of all these women in the shower that were talking, which normally you look at this and think, oh, what a cacophony of sound of all these women talking at the same time. There's like, you know, ten shower heads in this, in this big shower. And I remember just going, oh, my God, this is like being like people connecting and laughing and being with each other. And it touched my heart so deeply, obviously. <laughs> Two years later, I'm feeling this. But I just remember what a simple thing that is, something that I would have never even thought about before. But when it was taken away, and all of a sudden I heard that sound. And, and some of these women, I don't even know their names. I might not have anything in common with them. But we are part of the tribe of swimmers. And it just made me feel that joy of being with them. You know what I'm talking about? The things we've just taken for granted, you know, and, you know, when you actually have them come back into your life, you go, oh, my God, I never even realized how much that meant to me. So Oprah, Oprah, ah, Oprah said, when you focus on the goodness in your life, you create more of it. Opportunities, relationships, even money flowed when, when, flowed my way when I learned to be grateful no matter what happened in my life. I'm going to read that one more time. When you focus on the goodness in life, you create more of it. Whatever you focus in on grows. You know that expression. Opportunities, relationships, even money flowed my way when I learned to be grateful for no matter what was happening in my life. And you know, that's another thing I want to just address too is that, you know, right now we are in wacky times, aren't we? There's so much going on in the world with Israel and the divide of, you know, people, with politics, with, you know, all, all the different things that are happening in Ukraine. And it's like, on one hand, I look at this today and I said to Tom, I thought, well, how can I talk about being grateful? You know, and there's all this hardship going on in the world and people are going through such a hard time. And I thought, but you know what? This is when we have to focus in on the gratitude. This is when we have to dig deep into what it is that we're grateful for in our immediate lives. Because to me, when we are grateful, we are igniting that spark of light in us. And when we have that light, we give that light to others. And maybe in my small way, that just having these little lights going off all over the place, that any place that I go, any person that I touch or that I see, I'm creating peace. You know, I just wrote a little chant that just said, um, when, I focus, when I focus on peace, peace is all I see. When I focus on love, love is all I see. When I focus on joy. And, you know, I think that it's so important for us to focus in on right now whatever it is that we are grateful for so that we can just be those lights, those lights of love. So how do we do this? How do we do it when we're going off track? How do we
do all this stuff? Well, the first part to me is being present. Just being aware, having, you know, not having your head down in your phone all the time. To be able to just be, to start your day noticing the smallest things. I mean, we all know about having a gratitude practice that, you know, maybe you write in your journal the three things you're grateful for today. But I'm going to ask you to dig deeper into the things that you're grateful for that maybe a while ago was that was really hard. You didn't even see it before. Um, you know, one of the ways that you can do this as an exercise is you just keep saying, I love what? I love this. I love, I love it. And you acknowledge it every single day. So you can say, I love waking up and having a cup of coffee. I love the little piece of toast that I have with peanut butter and a banana and a few almonds on top of it. I love that. I wake up in the morning and go, oh, goody, I'm so grateful for my little peanut butter toast. You know, whatever it is, but being grateful, starting your foundation of your day coming from that place. And, you know, it's, it's also being able to acknowledge everyone around you, just to acknowledge the people that are around you and the people that you might not normally even take the time to acknowledge. Like, you know, when you go to Starbucks and you get your little latte, you know, when the person gives you your coffee, to just, instead of just going, oh, thank you, to maybe just take that extra moment to really see that person, to really be grateful that they're there. Because I don't know how to make these little lattes that they make, but they do. And I remember one day, you know, the, the person gave me my, my drink, and I said, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. <laughs> I said it. This little person went, "Oh, uh, sure, it's, it's my job, you know." And I went, "Oh no, but I don't know how to make this." And I just, it's, it's, I, I can't wait to have this drink. Thank you. And they were so stunned that someone like really took the time to to acknowledge them. And now I'm not talking about that woo-woo kind of like, you know, you look deeply into their eyes and you just go, "Wow, like the the meanness in me sees the genius in you." And, I acknowledge the, the depth of being of your person. You know, I'm not talking I'm just talking about it's that extra moment, that extra moment of just being grateful for them and seeing them. You don't you find that when you're seen and heard that that is the, the most beautiful gift you can give anybody, when you really feel seen and heard. And do you know how many people are out there in the workforce that no one's really seeing them and acknowledging them? I mean, I especially do that whenever I'm calling a company and I get someone on the phone. You know that I'm one of 10,000 calls that day. And I just take that time and say, how are you doing today? And I always, I always get amazed that they always are taken aback by that someone took the time to really ask them how they are. Why can't this be what we do all the time? But I don't get it. But here's another thing. I have these friends, and it's, it's such a great story because to me it's like it's, it's when you take someone for granted in your life, but then you just notice how grateful you are for them, what a difference it can make in that relationship. And I have these friends, Jerry and Diane. And so Jerry has this thing. I don't know if I told you guys this story before, but I just love this. It's one of my favorites. So Jerry would make a bagel every morning with all those millions of little seeds, little sesame seeds. And um, so he would cut the bagel, and there would be bagel little seeds all over the place. And he'd have his bagel and walk away. Well, Diane would then wake up to go get her coffee and make herself a little something. And she would look at the whole counter that was filled with these bagel seeds. And every single morning, she would just be upset. Like, why can't you just take a minute to just wipe it up, you know, so that when she comes in, it's not all dirty. 
so every day she goes, Jerry, can you not just can you just wipe up your your bagel please? It would really make me happy. And every single day he wouldn't do it. And then one day she walked in and then had that trigger reaction once again of that he didn't he didn't do what he said he was going to do. And she was getting all picky about it. And in that moment, and this is what I love about this story. This is how transformation I think works. That you can have like that a new thought that comes up and all of a sudden it's that one degree shift that new thought comes in which is transformative and she looked at those seeds and she started you know she did her typical triggered reaction of you're getting all mad and wiping it up but all of a sudden she stopped and realized oh wow the fact that she's wiping up her bagel seeds means that he's still here that one day, she won't be mopping up those bagel seeds. And she just realized that what a gift it was that those seeds represented his life, that he was still here sharing a life with her. And he never an elderly couple, which is why this is a big deal, you know, that he has gone through some health challenges. And, you know, she all of a sudden blessed those seeds, and every single morning, since then, it never was an issue. And so if you think about other people in your life that kind of bug you or trigger you or whatever, but you turn it around to say, you know, what would it look like if, if they weren't here? You know, and just to be grateful. Grateful for the opportunity that maybe they're giving you the opportunity to express what it is that you need, whatever it is. But just to be able to, you know, to, to, to drop in that gratitude for that person. And, you know, the thing is with, with showing gratitude to others, sometimes it's not even, it's not even words, you know, it's being able to see someone and get them and be grateful for who they are in this thing. And I was on the Southwest Airlines flight recently, and I was looking out the window, you know, before we took off, I'm just kind of staring out the window, I got, you know, got to my seat real early, and I'm just looking, and there was this beautiful woman, big strong woman who was loading all the bags by herself. And she's, you know, taking them off the top, she's throwing them on there, and she's doing all this stuff. And I was just watching her because I was thinking, my goodness, she's doing this whole thing by herself. It was really, it was quite admirable. And at one point, she must have felt me looking at her because she looked, she looked up, and I just did this big gesture of like, you know, I took out like you're so strong, oh yeah, you know, like applauding her and doing all this stuff, just miming all this stuff, giving her all this acknowledgement. And her face just, you know, she's kind of this. And all of a sudden her face just went like, oh, thanks. And it was great because she went back and she went back to loading the stuff and she kept looking up to see if I was still looking. And every time I was just going like this, you know, being grateful. I can't load those bags myself. I need her to, to take my bag and get it on the plane. You know, there she was doing that. And, you know, the other thing, too, with acknowledging people is that when you do it, it's actually a pretty selfish thing because it, it releases oxytocin in your brain so that you actually feel good. It's a feel-good hormone. And so when we are grateful for other people, when we are grateful for ourselves, when we give ourselves acknowledgement and be grateful for what we have and what we've done, that, you know, even with my little gratitude performance song, if any of you know that, I always say, 
and grateful for me and give yourself that credit is so important. And, you know, one of the other things I found in, in being grateful, it's really looking at your language, too, because I notice that when I come from a place of, oh, I've got to do this, it's a totally different thing than when I go, oh, goody gummy ups, I get to do this. So I woke up this morning going, goody gummy ups, I get to speak to my friends at this wonderful church. You know, and so do, getting going from, you know, I've got to do this thing to, oh, I get to do this thing. Isn't that a shift in gratitude? You know, and the and the one of the story I wanted to tell you about is that I had the beautiful, beautiful opportunity of being with my friend Janet, who um, had was diagnosed with cancer, and she dealt with it for a couple years, two or three years, I guess. But at the end, when there was nothing more that anyone could do, she called, oh, I think there were about eight of us, eight of her closest friends, and she was a practitioner, and she's very spiritual. And she said, ladies, I need you to be my support. And what I want you to do is I want you to walk with me on this path in the most spiritual, authentic way that you can. However, whatever this means to you, whatever gift you're going to bring to this, but I would like to go to my death as a spiritual practice. I've done everything that way in my life. I want to do it that way. And what was so amazing was over the course of a couple months, actually I just remember something. I remember it was the last weekend of her life that I was with all of you in Westlake. Wow. Yeah, I remember that. I remember calling. I remember I'm sitting here right now thinking that I was in, in one of your little rooms calling to see if she was still here. And she waited until I came back. I remember that because she, she got on that Monday and I came back Sunday morning. But I remember the biggest gift that Janet gave me was this. She was having so many people, she was having so many people write to her on Facebook and say all the she had given them. She had been she had been a, a, a teacher of many classes and did meditation classes. And everybody was bowing at her feet, giving her all of this love. And I walked in one day, and she said, I don't know why it's taking you so long to die. And I said, well, Janet, first of all, when have you ever had it in your life that every single day you're getting so much love and so much acknowledgement and so much gratitude for all that you've done. And you have all of us around handling every need of all you have to do is ring a bell and you come in, you know, with food or whatever. Why would you want to go? And she goes, oh, yeah, you're right. This is pretty fun right now. But I remember her saying to me, looking up to me one day and saying, is it really just all about giving and receiving love or being grateful for what it is that you have? Is that what this whole thing is about? And we both kind of just went, yeah, that's it. Just being grateful for, for what is happening right now and right now and right now. And in the midst of this hard time, she was so grateful. I remember her hospice uh, worker had called her. I was in the room when, when she got the call, and they were asking to see how she was doing. And she said, oh, my God, I'm having the most wonderful death. It's fabulous. You know, talk about a reframe. But I want to also just end a, a, one more story, kind of along the lines of what I was just saying with Janet, of um, 
I had another friend who uh, was about to lose his partner, and he gave a talk um, about in the midst of all this tragedy, how every single day he was looking for the one blessing, and he was finding it in everything, even in the midst of, you know, he knew his partner was going to be gone within the, the, within the week. And he was finding blessing. And I remember I walked out of that auditorium after hearing him do this this talk. And I said, I have to write myself a little chant so that I can remember. Because the truth is, it's easy when things are going well to just go, oh, I'm so blessed, I'm so grateful. But what about when it's when you're in, in those dark times, when you can't find the light, when you feel so alone? And so... I wrote this little chant as a way to remind myself when I forgot what was important to me. And, you know, I use this just as a little mantra every day to just remember, I am so blessed. I am so blessed. I am so grateful. Oh, that I have. I am so blessed. I am so blessed. I am so grateful. I am so blessed. Can you sing that with me? I am so blessed. I'm so blessed. I am so blessed. So grateful. I am so grateful for all that I have. For all that I have. So blessed. I am so blessed, I am so blessed, I am so grateful, I am so blessed. Sing it out now, you got it. I am so blessed, so blessed, so blessed, I'm so grateful, I am so grateful for all that I have, I'm so blessed, I am so Gratitude is like a flashlight. As you shine it on, whatever is right in your life, you experience more satisfaction, connection, and fulfillment. All you have to do to experience the effect is turn it on. So, thank you for listening this morning. Give yourself one little homework assignment from me this week. And just every morning when you wake up, just say, what am I grateful for right now? What am I grateful for right now? And just start your day from that place. And at the end of the day, when you put your little sweet head on the pillow, I'll give you three questions to ask yourself. What inspired me today? What surprised me today? And what touched my heart? And when you do that, you 
thinking that gratitude will touch your heart and from that place our paths will heal the world. So thank you all for listening. I am so blessed. Thank you.